Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But he said, I don't want to miss God. Now, he was older than I. You see, I, right at first, when, when this first happened, I was only 20 years old. See, I'm not even 21 years old yet. See, it's about a month or two before my 21st birthday. I'm just 20 years old. Now, he's old enough to be my father or daddy in the natural. Well, I'll tell you, when I was a young man, I still listened to people. I listened to older folks. I mean, after all, some of them's been in the ministry 20, 25 years, and I'm just starting. I may think they're wrong, but that's all right. I still listen. And about 99 and 99%, 100% of the time, the process of time, I found out they're right. I'm sure glad I just, just cataloged that. It sure came in handy later on. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, What Jesus Taught About Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. You see, I knew the family before they got into full gospel, before even there's a full gospel church in our town, and his wife was sick all the time. In fact, the doctors had given up on her. Well, they got over into the full gospel movement, and she was completely and perfectly healed. Then they had a boy their oldest son that was uh, physically handicapped and doctors were not able to help them. And, and he, uh, he was marvelously helped by the power of God. And they got into this good church. I said to him, have you uh, checked out to see if they got a full gospel church in that town? Now, I knew they didn't have. No full gospel church there, whatever. No, I said, I never even thought of that. Well, I said, I believe if I was you, I'd check. I happen to know that there's no full gospel church in that city. None whatsoever. Now, in the process of time, somebody did go there. But none whatsoever. I said, have you prayed about it? He looked at me, you know, now here's a, here's a man that's a member of a full gospel church, Pentecostal person. Looked at me like in, in amazement, said, no, I never even thought about that. You see, his eyes is on money. Well, I'm getting $30 more a month. I said, now, you mean to tell me that you would move your family, take them out of a good full gospel church, got no full gospel church to go to, no one to help you in the area of faith and healing, and I knew you when, when your wife was, well, the doctor just, get, just simply said to you, they didn't tell her, we've done all we can do. She just would not live much longer. Now she's perfectly well. And your son, boy, he said, I never thought of that. I said, I believe if I was you, I'd go praying about it. You see, there's some things we need to pray about. What is God's will? What is it? You know, even though it looks better, looks good, might not be his will. Well, in the process of time, I was visiting again, ran into him on the street, you know. And he smiled and said, well, as you can see, because you had already been moved, said, I didn't take that job. I said, you didn't know? Man, he said, I got to praying about it. And it's just like you said, the more I prayed about it, the more I knew on the inside of me, I needed to stay right where I am. Well, you know, it wasn't a year until right where he was, the same company he is working with paid him more than he'd got down there. They upped him because things worked out differently for him. And he bought a brand new home. 
and a brand new automobile. Didn't even have an automobile before. And they stayed right in church. Praise God. And they were blessed. And so you see, there are a lot of things that you don't necessarily pray the prayer of faith on. You've got to seek God concerning his will and talk things over with him. Praise the Lord. I remember on another occasion, I was uh, preaching in East Texas in a meeting, and I thought about this. Here was, uh, uh, in, in my meeting, the, uh, the Sunday school superintendent, and also he was one of the board members, actually he's a leading man in the church, you know. He said to the pastor, may, may I turn in a special request and have everybody to pray with you? I want you to pray, I want Brother Hagin to pray, I want the church to be praying with me. And the pastor said, yes, said, come up here. So he came up on the platform and he said, well, now you folks know this, some of you do at least, that uh, he worked for an oil company. When my company transferred me in here, and he was just an assistant superintendent of the field for his company, there was no full gospel church here in this town, this city. And so I started myself just having prayer meetings in my home. And some of you folks came and we got you saved, got you filled with the Holy Ghost, and we got a a group of people together and started a church and got a pastor. And we appreciate and love our pastor. And now then they had a lovely church building, a building full, a lovely group of people. Well, really, he helped pioneer it. He's not a preacher at all, you see. He's still Sunday school superintendent. Well, he said, my company wants to move me to another place now and, and make him superintendent of the whole field. Now, he didn't mean a whole lot more money to me. But I know I came here in the will of God. And I don't want to leave out of the will of God. I want you to pray with me. So we prayed with him. In the process of time, I, of course I went on because I'm just there in meetings, you know. I asked the pastor, I saw him at a convention, I said, what about Brother So-and-so? He said he stayed right here. He said actually it was a, you know, he could have made uh, over $200 at that time more a month. About $250 a month more by taking the other position. With other benefits. He had his house furnished. He had a car furnished. But he said, no, I, I just can't have a release in my spirit. I, I just, the uh, more I pray about it, the more I'm convinced I should stay here. Well, in the process of time, I was preaching in the area again. I saw some things happen and I thought to myself, that man listened to God, the wisdom of God. If he had uh, gone the other direction, I know some things had happened that would have been disastrous. But uh, how important it is that uh, we hear from heaven. I remember when I first uh, received the baptism, all the ghost spoke with other tongues as a young Baptist boy pastor. And then I accepted the pastorate of a little full gospel church. This was before I married uh, up there in Tom Bean, Texas. And I remember a neighboring pastor. In fact, this, this neighboring pastor, his church was about 15 miles away from mine. He had pastored the church I'm pastoring before he took that one. And so he said to me one day as we were visiting, he said, Brother Hagin, I wish you'd pray with me. He said, uh, a church down in East Texas has contacted me to come down and preach. In fact, I did. I went down and preached. And, and they want me to come. I mean, evidently it voted him in as pastor. But he said, I don't want to miss God. Now, he was older than I. You see, I, right at first, when, when this first happened, I was only 20 years old. See, I'm not even 
21 years old yet. She's about a month or two before my 21st birthday. I'm just 20 years old. Now, he's old enough to be my father or daddy in the natural. Well, I'll tell you, when I was a young man, I still listen to people. I listen to older folks. I mean, after all, some of them's been in the ministry 20, 25 years, and I'm just starting. I may think they're wrong, but that's all right. I still listen. And about 99 and 99, 100% of the time, the process of time, I found out they're right. I'm sure glad I just, just cataloged that. It sure came in handy later on. And I remember he said something to me that I, I realized was of, of vast importance. And I began to observe and notice the same thing. He said, now I've been in the ministry, you know, a long time. Like I said, he's old enough to be my daddy. He said, I've seen pastors make the wrong move. And many of them seem to never get over it. They just miss the will of God some way or another. And it seems to wreck their lives the rest of their life. And I sure don't want to do that. Now he said, uh, there's a church, I haven't gone and preached there yet, but there's a church down in South Texas that wants me to come and preach. And uh, they won't be considered going there. Now, whether should I go to East Texas or South Texas? Would you pray with me about it? I said, I sure will. I sure will. Well, every time I thought of it, I made special prayer. And every time I thought of it, I prayed about that. And he prayed. Well, he made the move to South Texas. I followed him, you see, because I knew what he said. Then through the years, I followed him. He made the right move, how blessed he was. I saw other pastors, one, a friend that was much closer to me than this man, a little older than I, and yet not as old as he was. And I saw him make the wrong move. Now he did, as a pastor, he did, oh, 10, 12 years afterwards, seem like get back over into the will of God, but I thought he's lost 10 or 12 years of ministry. How important it is that we find the will of God. Now, right to begin with, God just lets you do almost anything. Amen? To get you started in ministry. See, I have to shape things to fit students here. It may help some of you outside folks well. But uh, how important it is. Well, how are you going to find out? You can't find a scripture. This is the will of God that John Smith goes to lick skeleton pastors. <laughs> well, I don't find that in the scripture, do you? But no, that's where it comes waiting on God. So you see, therefore, the prayer of faith works for things that belong to us. It doesn't just work for everything. Now, coming over to Mark's gospel... He says about the same thing. Mark doesn't say a whole lot about prayer. And that's strange, but uh, he records different things than what Matthew recorded. However, he does make this one record, as you well know, that is about the fig tree, and says about the same thing in Mark 11, 23 and 24. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He'll have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Now you see, uh, he uses little different words, but really when you boil it down, he's saying the same thing. Amen. Now, uh, from what Mark said, when you pray, believe that you receive them. Well, do like this. Put whatever it is you are praying about 
For instance, it's money to, to pay your house rent or to make your car payment or pay your bills. So when you pray, believe you receive the money and you'll have the money. Well, maybe it's healing. All right. When you pray, believe that you receive healing and you'll have healing. Well, now, when do you believe you have the money before you receive it? When do you receive the money? After you believe you receive it. When do you believe you have your healing? Believe you receive your healing before you have it. When do you have your healing? After you believe you receive it. Amen? I said amen. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Lynette's Bargain Bag, Activating Your Faith Package. The mini book, Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen by Ken Hagan. The mini book, Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagan. The book, Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagan. The slimline book, The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. The book, Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. And the single CD, Words by Kenneth E. Hagan. These are being offered for a price of $19.95. Don't delay. Act right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. On Sunday night, we're over in Oklahoma City. Come on, be with us. 8921 Northwest Expressway in Oklahoma City. Come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night, I say. All right. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.